Hello and welcome to Bad Songwriter Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Holmquist. We're here today with Andrew Jansen of Loud Sun. How Hello. are you? Hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Snowy out there. Snowy. We're uh, here in Minneapolis right now, which is uh, near where I grew up. So I'm glad to be back here enjoying some snow. It doesn't <laughs> some change. Some snow and no, gold. Yeah. It's like seven degrees. Even with global warming, mm-hmm. it's. I think it's getting colder here is what they say. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Chicago where it's probably getting warmer or something. I don't know. We had the polar vortex last year and it was extremely cold. Yeah. So, you know, it's just more extreme temperatures all over the globe. Yeah. It's great. Global warming. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about old embarrassing songs. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah. There's a lot. There's many. Uh, so when did you first start songwriting? Probably like freshman year of high school likely I don't know I think like the first song I wrote was like a crush song makes uh-huh. sense yeah like I think the song was just called Emily <laughs> I yeah. don't think it exists like I don't think I recorded it I did fake write a song like it was a uh, I changed the lyrics to something like a Beastie Boys song like in elementary school uh-huh. and I think that was also I did I guess I'm crazy but I did it for that was for like a crush to when I was like in fifth grade what I mean what else are you gonna do what when you have gonna, a crush yeah you gotta write a song <laughs> yeah and then did you form a band at some point did you perform things solo yeah we had kind of we had a jam band mm-hmm. and I think the name was just our um initials i think it was like willie elliot pat and andrew and the band was just called like wepa (laughs) that's great (laughs) and willie was the exchange student from chile or chile and he was stoked to be in a band yeah and he was really into like primus and stuff (laughs) i think everyone's aesthetic was like super different so it just kind of became this like mush of um fun though yeah yeah sounds like it has to be yeah (laughs) so you have a few tracks here for us to listen to what is the first one that you have oh okay let's see i mean i showed you a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. um maybe like uh i like typed in my first band name which i almost don't even want to say but but we want to know you want to (laughs) know okay it was called morbic stellar (laughs) my like old friend from high school for some reason he uploaded it i found it because i googled morbic stellar because it wasn't on myspace Mm -hmm. and because obviously because of this whole thing i was like i want to know like maybe that's even on there it's like the second song i ever wrote with my friend who's in like a bigger band now which is also crazy but um yeah we wrote this song and I think we just wrote it in a parking lot of like a 24-hour restaurant called George (laughs) Webb's. It's like a Milwaukee thing. Yeah, it's called Inside Your Mind. And I think it's it's literally about, I think we were like stuck inside some, like literally we're like, if someone's mind is a room, we're stuck in it. And then these are the lyrics. There's some pretty, pretty bad lyrics. 
on everything uh-huh. we called it the uh we didn't know really what it was we were just like what this is this makes it sound real button <laughs> or effect <laughs> so had a whole lot of tune piano there's a lot of uh affected voice i'm in like a lot of high school pain yeah right yes yeah. <laughs> that's real though motion it's faded flicker elliot play, played pretty good drums here in my opinion i'm stuck inside your mind and yeah our name like we, we really liked Beck, so literally it was called More Beck. <laughs> Just like, I don't know what we were, I don't know what we were thinking. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, that album, One Foot in the Grave by Beck was like our thing. Got some harmonica, classic. classic. <laughs> How did you record this? We had this, um, we had, um, this thing called, oh, what was it, Acid Pro? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was incredible, though. Like, it was like Ableton, before Ableton, you could just take loops and drag it, and it just would go on forever. That's great. And, I don't know, it had reverb, (laughs) it had, like, just a couple effects, like, just enough. I don't think we knew what compression was yeah. or any of this stuff. Um, but yeah, kind of like a funny... So then I ended up noticing that this song was also like a Home Depot commercial song. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear that. Yeah, we should, um, we should listen to the Home Depot song. It's kind of the same melody. And I remember when I heard it, I was like... It was like a year after and I was like, wait, what the... F- Hell, like they took our song. It's that's okay, that's really weird. It's kind of close. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Should like we get money or something? (laughs) I feel like yes. I feel like you should contact Home Depot, send the recording and be be like, listen, you stole this from me. I think this is 20 years later though. They don't even use it, but. But I'm sure they made money. They made so much money. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I could just retire. Yeah. Maybe. I don't <laughs> need much. But pretty close, huh? Yeah. Okay. Really close. So how long were you a part of that band? Uh, it was just a couple years. Then we moved to Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, he started a band called Sleeping in the Aviary in Madison with, like, a bunch of other friends in the time and I got kicked out because I was a dweeb I'm sober (laughs) now but like this was like 13 years ago right I did not have my stuff together yeah he it's it's it was a fair decision I didn't do bad things right right, I just like was asleep on stage right yeah like (laughs) which is not what you want usually yeah I mean that's bad things but like I didn't not that I like I didn't like hurt people I'm just like I hurt myself what is the next song that you have for us to listen to 
this was like maybe a little too soon. I feel like maybe it could do better now, but it was it was a Dave Matthews band cover about ten years ago of Crash. Is that the name of the song? Crash into you. Crash. Yeah, I don't know. If- Whatever we know, yeah. we know, we all know it. And then is. also the whole uh, being from Chicago, that whole they the poop, the poop, mm-hmm. the j- dumped into the river. <laughs> just Google if you don't yeah. know, listeners, just Google DMB poop. Yeah, that'll get you there. I'll probably take it off after this. <laughs> That's it, fair. It is on my SoundCloud. But. <laughs> I think we played it like twice live and um nobody knew what the song was they didn't i don't even think they knew it was crash because there was so much like delay and like you know you're like playing a warehouse right um but this is crash this is just all the way through and through i don't know i think i kind of like it even now maybe but maybe I'm being sentimental. You know, you can like it. It doesn't have to be sentimental. Yeah. So far, I, so far, I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah, not like a guilty pleasure, but I think that was the point to like take a song that like is so hated and try and make it a little better, yeah. but also it's like not really a good idea. <laughs> I also think I paid $40 to Dave Matthews <laughs> to just put this on like CDs or something. That's amazing. You know, like where you have to go to the um, like ASCAP website and yeah. then they're like, how much quantity... And I don't know, I wanted to do them right, you know, after this whole poop thing in Chicago, they probably owe tons of money. Mm -hmm. Tons of poop money. Tons of poop money. And (laughs) so, I don't know, I don't want to steal something. So, they're like, what quantity? And I'm like, 50 (laughs) units of burned CDs. Right. And then I think it was like 30 or 40 dollars to be... that bad i think it even jams out at the end i feel like i enjoy this better than the original it just lo- yeah it loses the but it's kind of a creepy song though right yeah yeah like it might be canceled yeah maybe you know i don't know i listened to, i listened to a podcast about it recently all i remember is the about that song yeah about that song oh wow uh there's this I think it was punch up the jam where they like analyze like songs and then they punch them up and um, create like sort of a parody version or just like a better quote unquote version of Dang, the song. They should have hit me funny. up. <laughs> they should have. Why didn't they? Um, all I know is that I find it really interesting the way that he sings Crash. It's very dramatic. Mm, I'm going to have to look that it's up. It's like Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's not either, there's something he's kind of yeah he's got a lot of I think he's probably a fire sign 
He's very like yeah. He's very yeah. I'm not I'm not that fiery that Dave. I'm I'm more air. If you can't tell. <laughs> what are you? Oh, I'm a Capricorn Earth sign. When's that? That's coming up. January fifth. Dang. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it kind of holds up in this weird way. Still likely gonna delete that. <laughs> That's fair. It only has like two hearts, anyways. <laughs> I won't be losing that much uh, SoundCloud traffic. <laughs> do you enjoy covering songs? Like, do you do it often or? Yeah, I usually like doing a song that has like, like the lyrics might be really good. Mm-hmm. Or one song I covered maybe like two years ago was that Jane's Addiction song, Been Caught Stealing. Mm -hmm. Because I heard it on the radio and then I realized the lyrics are more than just about stealing. It's like childhood and adolescence and like the feeling of something being yours. I I just thought it was really beautiful. Mm. The words where he just like talks about like being at home and then his partner, like his friend at the time, just like unleashes this like glory of stolen stuff in the room, like from like her pants or something or like under like a like a big coat. And I don't condone stealing. I actually don't steal at all. Like I'm super against it. Not like, even from Dave Matthews. Not even from Dave Matthews. But I think there is a beauty to those lyrics like when you look them up it's just kind of weird Mm -hmm. how good they are so I covered that I don't know I like to almost trying to uncover things where someone would be like oh actually those lyrics are pretty good I don't know but actually Ben Caught Stealing might be kind of a good song though (laughs) (laughs) well it was interesting enough to you um, that you covered it so yeah all right so let's listen to one more Um, I think I was writing songs every day like I think it was around this time where I was very like into like protests and like I I was in like a folk punk band Mm -hmm. I'm still into protesting by the way but I have a seven-year-old so I can't really like go at it like I used to but this was like around the RNC time like Mm -hmm. in St. Paul like 2008 George Bush but so I was into just having fun mm-hmm. and thinking of like lyrics that felt um, protesty, but this is bad. This is a bad <laughs> song, <laughs> mind you. I, you know, I was writing a song every day. Right. Um, here we go. It's called "Who's in Charge." Luckily, it's only a minute. Who's in charge long. of water flow? Who's in charge of the moon glow? Who's in charge of make believe? Who's in charge of you and me? Who's in charge of apple cores? Who's in charge of sweeping floors? Who's in charge of gravity? We're just silent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just really taking in the lyrics, you know? You know, is that time. Yeah. Who's in charge of property? Who's in charge of you and me? I know, I know. I'm glad it's only a minute long. It's not my place to say. Hello, hello, hello. It haunts me every day. Who's in charge of Who's in charge of oil spills? This is like true, but it doesn't need to be said in this way. <laughs> right, right. It's not untrue, but. It's not untrue. It's, 
to do that thing. That seventh chord. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you're writing a song every day, they just can't all be winners. It's impossible. It's important to have bad songs. They get you closer to the good songs. And you can't critique yourself in the moment all the time. Like no, then, then you'd never finish anything. You never finish anything. Yeah. Yeah. If you're sitting there in the middle of it being like, well, this isn't that great or here's the ways I can make it better. You just have to like get it out. I, I feel like I just like to write a ton of stuff and then like I can go back like I can write something and then look at it a week later and then say, OK, this is something I want to work on more or not. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I wrote this and that's fine and I don't need to really revisit it ever again. Yeah, it helps. Time helps. It's interesting how something can sound so good at the time. <laughs> uh-huh. And we're artists, so we're just like probably I don't know. Have you ever thought like this is great? Like this is this is the best and then you're just like i don't know you you listen to it a week later and you haven't had enough coffee you're probably like not that happy that day you listen to it and you're like no yeah that happens to me sort of constantly uh (laughs) which is why i like to sit on things for a little bit and see how i feel about them later it's good yeah see how the um the creative stock market it's like has it like just totally crashed (laughs) and it's like this song is like worth nothing right now yeah so over the years with your songwriting do you feel that your process has changed with that has it stayed the same it's super changed i mean i'm still really into lyrics but i wasn't very like melody driven i was more like lyric driven so then it was more poems Mm -hmm. it was basically poetry with an acoustic guitar and now I think it's just advanced more because I'm thinking of things like melody and rhythm things that are song you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. part of songs um melody rhythm and then also feeling Mm -hmm. I think then like it was just like this is my feeling now which is important but I think also now I think this is my feeling now I'll wait a week and then I'm like is that what's translating right am I translating that and I'll ask that question are these lyrics getting that across are these melodies perpetuating the idea of what I'm trying to say so yeah it's different definitely than Mm -hmm. 10 years ago when I think it was just like write poetry sing a song play at an anarchist bookstore (laughs) which is still cool yeah I wish there were more anarchist bookstores yeah so what are some things that you've been listening to lately that you've been digging things that have been inspiring you or things you've been bopping along to I've been really into lounge music from the 50s and 60s (laughs) And it's so cold here that I need like polyrhythms. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of like dub and like Jamaican music, but from like the 60s and 70s. Any specific artists? Um, oh, I did just find this person, Ursula Bogner. She was a pharmacist like in Germany mm-hmm. in the 50s and the 60s. And she had tons of synths and a tape machine. And she would record herself for just herself because it was at a period in time where 
I don't know. I think she would have felt she didn't have a voice. Like if she would have been like, I make music, people would just be like, that's weird. And yeah. it is, it is great and weird music. But now that it's coming out there, it's like so out there. The tones are just so weird and so beautiful. I still live in that space where I'm trying to find things that people like do for themselves mm -hmm. like kind of like outsider music is really fun yeah for sure well thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah appreciate you having me on yeah <laughs> and so. i hope it wasn't too painful to go back through your old stuff uh my heart rate's a little bit up but it's okay <laughs> or like yeah i mean i feel a little bit not like weak but i'm like <laughs> like i think i'm gonna like have to I don't know, do some stretching after this. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but I appreciate Yeah, it's still really fun. Great. Uh, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. <laughs>